Welcome to Discover Barnstable, the official podcast of the town of Barnstable, a podcast where you can meet the people who steward the programs and services for the town of Barnstable that connects us to our quality of life. We invite you to join the conversation as we navigate municipal government and our community pathways to help you discover Barnstable. I'm Liz Hartsgrove, and today I am joined with my fellow co-host and tour guide, Lynn Poyant. Hi. Good morning. Good How morning. are you, Liz? I'm good. How are you? Good, thanks. So I'm really excited about today's uh, topic in our episode because it's really near and dear to my heart. I am a fine arts major, and we are going to be talking about the creative and imaginative exploration of arts and culture with our coordinator, Melissa Chartran. Melissa has worked for the town of Barnstable since 2007. Um, Her current position, she coordinates and contributes, and this is really a a small snippet of what she really does. Um, She contributes to an extensive array of town-managed arts and culture programs, as well as collaborates in a variety of art-focused programs initiated by arts, nonprofit, and business organizations throughout all seven villages. She was instrumental in getting both, though, the Hyannis and Barnstable Village recognized as state-designated cultural districts, and she oversees several art-oriented programs, particularly in the Hyannis Arts, uh, High Arts Culture District, including the High Arts Campus and the High Arts Artist Shanty Program and her ongoing marketing efforts to brand the town as a cultural destination, creating an important backdrop to our year-round vibrant community. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. It's nice to be here today. We're so glad that you are here. This is wonderful. So um, I've known you for a really long time. A long time. Our... our, um, relationship predates uh, town of Barnstable employment Um, and I can't think of a better person to oversee this program so can you talk to us about what the importance of arts and culture is to our community absolutely Lynn arts and culture really is the foundation of community and economic development and our town recognizes the power of the arts and how important it is to weave them into the fabric of our community creating a a place where people want to live work shop play stay and invest Um, and invest certainly with dollars businesses and residents uh, individuals alike but that emotional investment and infrastructure, as it were, to really embrace their community around. As arts and culture coordinator, I just get the pleasure of working with so many creatives to uh, carry on and contribute to that important backdrop. I work with many creatives in town-managed programs, as well as with artists and businesses and individuals and even other town departments to support and promote the arts, not only in the town, primarily in the town of Barstable, that's my key role, but really I always say the arts have no town lines, um, and so Cape-wide, we are so happy happy to support uh, creatives for what it does for this place we call home. That's fantastic. Yeah, there's, uh, you know, I don't think people even drive by um, through the town of Barnstable without seeing some portion of your work or your support. And it's really 
just congrats to you and those continued efforts of that. And you're right, there is no boundaries. I remember working with you when I was in Yarmouth and we would collaborate on some projects and stuff. And so your support goes beyond the boundaries of it. But specifically about Barnstable, we have two cultural districts. Why is that unique? Why is Barnstable unique in that? And um, and what's the benefit of having a cultural designated district? Sure. Well, first of all, thank you. And it takes a village. It really, I, the word coordinate uh, and collaborate are key to this position. It's so many that, that, that realize that effort. I think that visually we see a lot that happens, but also what doesn't happen, whether it's um, uh, public art or the shanty program or concerts or musicians on the street, but as well as those theater performances or what's taking place in our libraries and uh, elsewhere. It all ties in and ties into the cultural district um, here in downtown Hyannis and Barnstable Village. So what's unique is, first of all, I'm pleased to say that Hyannis High Arts was the first cultural district on Cape Cod to be designated when the program began, yes. which was a thrill. Congrats. Um, and sixth in the state at the time. That was way back when in 2012. Um, <laughs> and then Barnstable Village became a cultural district and was one of the first 25 in the state. Um, Massachusetts Cultural Council began this program as a way, again, to how can we collectively uh, statewide support our creatives. So it was a rigorous process at the time. What was unusual is that most towns only had one district. The fact that we were one of only two in the state that had double districts made it extra exciting and something uh, worthy to promote. Um, but it's a it's a it's a very specific application. Um, although all of our villages in the town of Barnesville have wonderful cultural gems and programs, uh, their application requires a walkable, definable area and a checklist of items that you need. Um, but again, that collaboration word comes into play so that we're able to intertwine all of the organizations and individuals and businesses in all seven villages and beyond to bring them into our programming in either the Hyannis High Arts or Barnstable Village Cultural District. I want to give a shout out to Roberta Roberta Miller, yeah. huge uh, proponent of the arts and instrumental and everything we've done here in the town of Barnstable. Um, before I even began with the town, she was instrumental in creating the Artist Shanty program. She was a key player and partner in that. And then with the district and, and with Barnstable Village, she really is the cheerleader and at the helm in that district for yeah. those activities. Yeah, that shanty program, everybody looks to Barnstable and Hyannis about that program. And anything, any program that is on the Cape already established was basically copy and paste of what was already established here in Hyannis. And can you talk a little bit, you spoke about Roberta's influence on that and her, um, and her foresight to, to get that started, but can you talk about how, the, a, a little bit more about how that drives the economy or influences people's decisions to, you know, park and walk in Hyannis or even in Barstable Village? Sure. I mean, that's that's the reason they come, and it's an and, and, and. We build upon it because it's not just coming to the shanties or coming to a single program or hearing a band. We really, it contributes to our local, and it's the crux of the local community and economy. You're going to come in, you're going to park, you're going to take a walk, you're going to go into a couple of shops along our wonderful mile-long Main Street as well, uh, grab a bike 
ITE go back to the harbor, watch the boats, support the local creatives and so on, and really look and see what's here. Uh, in and around town that's specifically to Hyannis, but I would say any one of those villages, um, that it becomes a part of this wonderful itinerary of must-do. And one of the um, primary drivers of creating the shanty program originally was that it's on Bismore, the original shanty program is on Bismore Park, which is right next to Highland Cruises, which sees hundreds of thousands of people go to the, the islands um, all year round, actually. And it was an opportunity in the summertime to catch some of those dollars that were going over to the islands and to help support artists here on the Cape. Absolutely. As I say, it was one of the first in several of the town um, arts-oriented programs to revitalize this was Hyannis-focused for exactly what you say, Lynn. First of all, people were getting in their cars and leaving. How can we get them to stay here and stay longer? Um, how can we get them to meet and greet our local creatives? So it's all, connection is a big word with me because it literally connects, the, the Shanty program literally connects people from the harbor front to Main Street. It connects visitors and residents to those local creatives. It connects the creative community to one another, which is so critical in supporting and building that community. And I think that what some people may not realize is that the program has changed. The shanty program has changed over the years. Could you originally, when someone, the, the artists are juried, so the people that are selling um, merchandise through the sh shanties have been reviewed by a committee um, to ensure that there's a diverse offering um, and also that, you know, it's truly, you know, fills the need of art and creatives. Um, but it used to be that someone would have to commit for an entire season. Yeah, which is then they needed to be committed, really. Um, <laughs> being, being there from May to October, I came in at the um, in 2007 at the end. Uh, actually, 2008 was my first shanty season, and mm. boy, they were tired at the end of the day. Um, so yeah, this program really, I love the shanty program, and it has been replicated by several communities across the keep and I get calls from people around the country uh, asking about the program for all that it is and and as you say it was originally designed to artists could work and sell in their shanty they were juried in by a committee to ensure quality and variety at the same time that it's an incubator program to have people come in an affordable opportunity to work and sell in their shanty it's a balance, and we've learned that over the years, and that's why the program has changed, because um, they're discovering, is this something I want to do? Is this something I want to do full-time? Do I want to relocate to a brick-and-mortar location up on Main Street? It shows you how the times have changed. Now, do I want an online store um, or wholesaling and so on? But the 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 the, the roots of the program, I guess I should say, still lie in that artist improving business marketing and selling skills um, and finding that level of um, that a visitor coming through would would consider purchasing their work but again um, uh, the program has changed where it was originally 11 artists and now we rotate in almost a hundred to try wow. to support and engage as many artists that's Cape-wide. Even though the program's here in the town of Barnstable, you have to be a Cape Cod resident. That's one of the key criteria. And then we go from there. And it is a big jigsaw puzzle to put them in. And we expanded the program along the walkway to the sea to afford even more opportunities. So there's seven shanties down at the harbor front. And inside our artists and outside is also a art exhibit, as it were, a then and now, that um, each one of those shanties represents one of our seven 
villages and there's pictures of those villages then and now taken by a local photographer and then steps away at the harbor overlook as you travel up along the pathway to get up to main street there's five more that's the harbor overlook and those are named for five of many of our beaches in town so we're always trying to find ways to also have residents and visitors um, discover barnstable and learn more about what's there i will say that all the shanties are painted colorfully um, <laughs> i will say the personalities of the artists are as colorful <laughs> as the shanties themselves um, i really get um, enjoy seeing the artists come and watching some of them really grow their work and grow as an artist um, it's meant for them to come in experience the program and move on and no one wants to leave it's like you know adult kids when you want to get them out of the house and uh, they don't want to go no and it it sounds like though there there's a wide range of art that is um is shown every week is it rotating or do you have is it all painters is it all photography can you elaborate a little bit about what types of art are actually exhibited in these shanties sure thank you for that it's all disciplines um whether it's painting photography ceramics mixed media i have people that make bags out of sailcloths, uh, ceramic artists, um, for, uh, I said photographers, there's so much. Uh, jewelry. We've, jewelry. Jewelry. Jewelry mm. is a biggie. Um, <laughs> we have had uh, literary arts uh, and welcome that. We've had musicians come in to be in the shanty and also we incorporate other disciplines outside, again, of the shanties by having local musicians play. Uh, this year we're excited that we're going to fold in culinary arts um, at the uh, Harbor Overlook. That'll be another podcast. <laughs> yes, <laughs> absolutely. Um, but within, even within painting, you have everything from yeah. people that work pen and ink to pastel to watercolor. It runs the gamut, same with jewelry. And that's why I say it's a puzzle because we really try to have that variety mm -hmm. so that if you come down to the shanties. We have artists rotate throughout the season. So out of those hundred artists, I might have someone that comes four or five times uh, throughout the season. The season runs May through October. So there's plenty of opportunity for them to experience different locations and different times. Um, and we try to have in each location no more than two in each category, just so it keeps it interesting. Yeah. Uh, and we encourage those um, in the area to come down often because it changes so often. And it's so nice to meet, as I say, they're all very interesting characters, some that are really trying to make their arts grow. Uh, and this is a perfect program for that. And others that it's a hobby, but that might turn into something a little more serious. But they're all professional levels. All I professional. mean, it's it's astounding the quality of work that they produce. And, um, you know, I've seen even woodworking there and metal. And glass. And glass. I, um, I should have made a list. There's like... No, I know. <laughs> but um, fabric arts and just it runs the gamut, like you said. It, it really is astounding. But it gives um, shoppers and people that are interested in actually having a face-to-face -face conversation with these artists and thus also investing in it in some capacity, whether it's buying a watercolor to give as a gift or to put on your own home's wall or in your office, and then even jewelry as a gift. So every week there is a new opportunity to, you know, find someone, something for someone special and, and invest your local dollars into our local artists. It's really 
I can't say enough about it. You know, I you know, it. I well, love you. Yeah, know. I do. Well, I have to say what's dangerous as I go down there and I think of things that I'll give to someone else. And pretty much everything that I bought is, <laughs> is in my possession. Yeah. But. <laughs> That's okay. Perfect. Um, um, so this is a, but wait, there's more there is. Um, moment because um, Arts Barnstable has many different programs. It's not just the shanty program. Exactly. So would you be able to share some of the other programs that um, people can experience through Arts Barnstable? Sure. There are so many town managed programs. Uh, we have the shanty program. We have Azelton Park, which is located steps away from there. So in downtown Hyannis, that's um, town town property that many people can use, but we do run a concert series there under the Arts Barnstable umbrella. As you make your way up to the Village Green, the Hyannis Village Green, again, another wonderful property um, where we work with another shout out to Elizabeth Worfbane from the Main Street Hyannis Business Improvement District. And we do a lot of programming there that I work with and collaborate with. Steps away from that is the High Arts Campus, which is located on the corner of Pearl and South Street. And that's another Another group of town-owned buildings. The Geyer Barn is a community art space. There's been everything from community art theater to visual displays to someone using it as a studio and beyond. Um, there are several other artists on that campus, three, a glass artist, two visual artists that have their workspace there, and they work and sell out of there. That That is one thing I just want to mention about the Shanty program, is that people work and sell. You'll see someone on a sewing machine or painting and, and so on. So it's it's being able to meet those locals and really take a piece of them and what they do home um, or just experience. Um, same with the community campus. We have the Kennedy Legacy Trail, which is a self-guided trail here in downtown Hyannis where you can meander along and read at different stopping points contributions that the Kennedy family made here um, to while they were summertime well, on Cape Cod. And they, are very, they were very art-focused, especially John and Jackie, because, I mean, the Kennedy Center down in D.C. is named after them because of their passion and their support towards the arts. So that is a definitely a, a fitting addition to our arts camp, um, high arts campus. Absolutely, yeah. and and their natural protection of Correct. our natural resources, which serves as a true inspiration for everyone. Uh, in Barnstable Village, we have a self-guided walking tour. You can walk along and learn about the different homes and what they have. Um, that's just a few. We have an artist spotlight program where we hang the artwork of various artists and organizations here at Town Hall. And also at the Hyannis Youth and Community Center, we've done a youth component. So I work with the schools. It's been on a little bit of a hiatus given the uh, recent situation, but things uh, returning back to students in school and creating uh, artwork will be able to um, spotlight that again at the and HYCC. Some of your other collaborations include the libraries, the town libraries, as well as Sandy Neck. Absolutely. We do an artist excursion program out to the house at the halfway point out at Sandy Neck. Again, that art meets nature and that inspiration, musicians, visual artists, poets, uh, photographers can sign on to go out and explore where um, not everyone gets to, to make their way out there. And the libraries, I love the libraries. And each one of those village libraries, yet another podcast. Um, we could go on and on about all the different programs and collaborations, um, I, story walks and talks and um, visual. It, I mean, it just, it just, I'll stop. <laughs> no, <laughs> I even well, start. 
this is just incredible. The amount of opportunities that that you have provided our community, Melissa, and then you continue to do so. I mean, and how many people are on your team? Yeah, that would be me. <laughs> me, myself, and I. Me, myself, and I. And as I say, I just it am able to be a voice. Astounding! It is. It is amazing. I don't think our community recognizes. The power of one person, and you are a fine example well, of that. Well, this is wonderful. Go on. I will. On. <laughs> well, blushing. I see it because, and I'm sure Linda's too. And I don't see anyone who works with you can't deny that. Is that just amazed at how much you just you just keep going? And you, you, she's the Energizer Bunny. No, thank you, thank you so much. I uh, really, as I say, I can't take full credit. I just get to share everything that everyone else is doing, yeah. and it's wonderful. No, and I know from my own an example of working in many different departments you know you and I've worked collaboratively in and that's one of the beauties about art is actually finding the jewels or the gems within like the rough and um, you know we've done stuff in parking lots and all sorts of things where people wouldn't expect it and that actually makes those captures those moments and pulls people into like wow they thought of that in this place like what about you know the grander things and they must you know really invest and care if they can care about a small non you know it's just amazing we've had a lot of fun we have had a lot of fun and I think that that contributes to that backdrop without everybody even realizing what's happening in the background that you just are walking through without even understanding everything that's been put in place to maximize even the signs even the signs that are throughout the high arts campus they have so much detail and thought to it in an artistic way that has gone through you and all you know any of the people that are on your side team like your your little wing people um (laughs) it is just astounding to think of the details that you've put into all of this so thank you thank you both but the online that's another component of the high the arts barnstable program is it's not just um in person and in in reality, you have it virtually as well. You have a virtual component of the High Arts um, and the other, uh, the Barnstable Village Cultural District, as well as the whole overall Arts Barnstable program, correct? Correct. Okay. Artsbarnstable.com and on social media at Arts Barnstable. And we have, I have tremendous support with our uh, social media coordinator extraordinaire. She's actually uh, an artist herself and a teacher and took on saying, that she would help with our social media marketing to really help get the word out there to as many eyeballs as we potentially can. Um, But this is a shout out to organizations and artists and individuals, as well as those looking for something to do. We also want those to know this is a tremendous resource for you to post what you want others to discover. So by going to artsbarnstable.com, it features everything and anything to do in the seven villages in the town of Barnstable, ways you can interact through music, outdoors, discover public arts, um, a calendar listing of happenings, and more, uh, calls to artists, and so on. So really, um, any organization um, or individual that's interested in sharing should check out artsbarnstable.com and then also follow at Arts Barnstable. And you're also on Instagram. 
Correct. On Instagram at Arts Barnstable. Instagram and Facebook. That's wonderful. And you can actually, you have the listings of who is scheduled for the shanties in the 12 shanties. In the 12 shanties, yes, that's coming up um, on the website. There's the upcoming events as well. That's wonderful. And all the the artists planned for the season, which opens. uh, The season is long. It, It starts in May, which is not far away. So that's encouraging. May 20th this year for 2022. Yeah. Uh, And it will go right through October weekends. And all the programs, um, all the musical programs that you have uh, scheduled to be on town properties, are those uh, that is there an entrance fee for those or is it free to the general public? Most that we have is all free, 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 Uh, free to watch, free to enjoy. We have everyone from the town band to on the Hyannis Village Green to um, the concerts at Azleton Park to artists playing uh, along the street and by the shanties. Uh, Again, with the libraries, I know that they have done music programs in the past. I know some of our wonderful cultural gems like in Katua, Katua Center for the Arts is endless opportunity. Cahoon Museum, I think, even runs programs. Many of the museums, Cape Cod Community College, everyone. You know, music abounds downtown. um, And many of those performances are free or a small donation to support those And in Barnesville Village, they have their own bandstand. And in Austerville, the Village Library has a gazebo where they've also been programming a number of music activities, which are also free. Usually what they ask is that you bring a blanket or a chair. And a picnic. And a picnic. And your and, dancing shoes. Yeah. And, uh, Depends on the band. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and other programs, like, for example, we run Tai Chi or community yoga. Those are all free. Zumba. You African can, drumming. African drumming and community drumming. Yeah. And um, although some of the, at Cape Cod ukulele group, they wear silly hats and play kazoos <laughs> among ukuleles. All right. Yes. I'll be dancing for that one. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I saw uh, ballroom dancing. So I do want to mention that in addition to the programs I oversee, uh, as I mentioned, there are so many town properties that organizations can utilize. And that information is not only on the Town of Barnstable website, but being added to the same Arts Barnstable calendar where you can also link to see what's happening around town that that I am not um, managing, but that we want people to be aware of. Absolutely. Yeah. You know that. Busy, busy, busy. Oh, is that a plug for me? Oh, okay, yes. I'm sorry, I missed my cue. I need to get back in the theater. (laughs) Yes, these special events on town property goes through me with licensing and asset management. And you can find that information on the town's website under special events on the front page. There is a link there. And yes, Melissa and I are in total coordination on making sure that all of that information is available of what is happening on town properties, who the contact people are, what the information of what's going to expect as far as enhancements, whether there's entertainment, whether there is even food trucks and all sorts of other types of, like I said, enhancements to the events. And it happens, we have probably, well, last year, even it has increased definitely during COVID times, but um we have had over 150 applications, not events, but applications run through my office last year. And that is on just town properties. Those aren't on private properties that are occurring. So those, again, run through the Arts Barnstable program or through other events that we've had. But it is just a wide variety of availability of different family and family-friendly activities. And I couldn't be prouder of the events and and 
our collaboration. Yes, <laughs> so. which is wonderful. And it's all designed for people to engage. Like we want people to yes. watch, but more importantly, to engage and finding those ways that they take it a step further. Yeah, And we know that one size doesn't fit all and that Correct. art is very subjective. So there's something for everyone. Something for everyone. And even as far as messaging, where I say like working with uh, town departments, my dream is to, you know, also weave the arts into whether it's the annual reports or sharing messages. Or a bathroom, even. Uh, or at a this bathroom, more. even, where you walk in and just the experiences. Wow, exactly. And that's a little uh, Easter egg, as they call it. Check out the bathrooms at Bismarck <laughs> Park. Park. Little, another plug a there. A scavenger hunt. Um, but I think people receive messages differently. Even when I communicate with my artists, I will write things down. I also record a little video. I have just pictures, you know, however people can learn. And I think that's important. And that's why we provide a variety of experiences as well. For that's all fantastic. Those. That is fantastic. I think it's time. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to rapid fire you. Uh, <laughs> let's see how rapid. This should be I'm a little slow. No, this should be pretty easy. What is your favorite time of day? Oh, sunset. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Either sunrise or she sunset. She loved that. She's, yeah. a, she's a sunset uh, chaser. She, she chases is. sunset. Yeah. So. yeah. It's awesome. It's so beautiful. And and the trick is, I see so many cars leave or people leaving the beach after the sun immediately goes down. But the show is so much after the light show and how everything changes and the colors. It's absolutely magnificent. So they miss a whole transformation. That's and awesome. the beauty of it also, Melissa, I agree. Any, I like sunsets and I like sunrises as well. And, um, and the beauty is that I remind my kids every time is that every day is different. You're always going to, there is no repeat performance. So you need to pay attention every day to clouds and what is going on around you and, and those sunsets. They're magnificent, and yeah. I think that's a good point, too. We, we Especially, we live and work here, and you, you get in the grind, and you do your regular commute, and it's so important to take a different route home. We're so close to water. Within 10 minutes, anybody's yeah. commute can be along the waterfront or stop and breathe and take it in. We're so lucky. Yeah. What an amazing place we live. Yeah, it's one of the reasons why I live here, and I make sure that water is part of at least one route every day. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That was an easy rapid fire. Yeah, that's a good one. So, um, yeah, thank you. Thank you, Melissa, thank for joining you. us. It was really a pleasure and inspiring. And uh, I hope that listeners are inspired to go discover Barnstable in different um, variations and ways and, and enhancing their senses in different ways. So with the culinary program, I'm very excited to hear more about that when that comes because you know, you can see, you can feel, you can have that emotions, you can taste, touch, you can taste. But now you're getting the fifth sense. You're going to have the taste. And I am very excited exactly. about that. So thank you again. And thank you, Lynn, for my being pleasure. my co-host today. And thank you, listeners, for spending time with us and listening to Discover Barnstable, the official podcast of the town of Barnstable. We really do hope that you have found a new understanding of how your municipal government works to protect engage and enact for you and the community please be sure to drop us a line at podcast at town.barnstable.ma.us and let us know what you would like to learn next next time go discover barnstable